Hi everyone and welcome to Avid Travel with Britton Frost. I, of course, am your host, Britton Frost. And today we are going to be talking to one of my friends, Mike Luigi. He is a maritime photographer and journalist. And he has been on two sailings, two Ponant sailings. And if you're not familiar with Ponant, we're going to talk a little bit about Ponant in the podcast. But mostly, we're going to be talking about what it is like to cruise during COVID. I didn't finish my sentence before, but yes, he has been on two sailings this year after the COVID pandemic hit and and plagued the world. And um, we're going to talk about what it's like, what precautions Penant is taking, and just how exactly it feels to be on a ship right now. Is it safe? I mean, spoiler alert, I don't think that Mike would have gone twice if he didn't feel safe on board. But we're going to we're going to get a feel for what it's like and what what protocols have been put in place. And it does how does COVID change the cruising experience or does it change the cruising experience? So we are going to go ahead and get into that right now. So Mike, thank you for joining me today. I I'm very excited to do this podcast with you because I think a lot of us have questions about what it is like to be on a ship and most of us have not been fortunate enough to get back on ships. Um so can you just can you talk a little bit about what it's felt like to be cruising again? I know that your pause was a lot briefer than than most of ours. Yeah, that's true. Actually, I've been lucky to do two cruises, not one, but two cruises, one in July and one in August with the same company, Ponant. And uh, I must say there was a difference between the first and the second one. The first one was actually the first one uh, or, the, or the first company that really started here in Europe. And so everybody was eagerly awaiting what it was going to feel like to be on board, to have all these measures and so on. But I can tell you for the, so that went very well. But I can tell you that for the second cruise, it was like almost feeling normal. Okay, we have to do a COVID test before embarking. We have to uh, wear a mask in the corridors and on the decks and on the zodiacs. So, but that the second time it felt so natural. Nobody said anything about it. But but the same protocols were in place. Did anything change between the first and the second cruise? Did you see that they tightened anything up? No, the only difference was that they gave a bit more time to do the test at home. So the first time we had to do it within 20, no, 48 hours. And the second time was within 72 hours. So we had one day extra. And why was that? Because, of course, we have to travel to the ship. Mm-hmm. And you need also to give the, the, the labs the, the, the time to, to do the tests and to, to give you the results. So it was a bit complicated in the beginning, but, but now that went uh, very smoothly. And did you, I know, I think the first time you cruised, you drove yourself to the ship, right? Indeed, yes. And, and also the second time. Okay. Okay. So, yeah, I think that we mentioned this because we did a webinar with you a couple of weeks ago, but there is that time period where it's like if you were on a plane or a train, you could mm-hmm. technically contract COVID in that time. But it's good that they're making you get a test. And then I know that you said that when you got to the to the embarkation point, there were some things that you had to do. Can you give me a rundown of what you had to do before you got on the ship? So actually you have to visit the doctor, the ship's doctor before embarking. 
and so you have to uh, to hand over the the form that says that you have been tested uh, negative and then she quickly measures your temperature by putting some kind of a gun on your <laughs> on your uh, head mm-hmm. and uh, but that that's really a matter of uh, less than a minute it was really very easy and then in the meanwhile the suitcases are being sprayed i don't know what they use but there is uh, one of the crew members who was really like uh, looking in a science fiction film uh, with a, you know, or like a murder scene investigation, (laughs) that kind of uh, suit, a white suit. And he was spraying some uh, chemicals on the suitcases to to disinfect them. And and then we were allowed on board and uh, yeah, we had to wear a face mask and, and basically that was it. And you said that when you got on, they had to sanitize your phones and stuff too, right? That you handed them over. Yeah, that was the the first time, but I can't remember that this was asked the second time. But it, perhaps they did, but I can't really remember that. Okay. And I mean, obviously, you feel safe on board, or else you wouldn't have gone the first or the second time. So, is it because of of those protocols? Is it because of Penance protocols? Because obviously, each cruise line is handling things differently. Would you go on another cruise line right now? Well, for the people that don't know Ponant, Ponant is really uh, a, a company with small ships. So I think for me personally, it's a big difference between the the small ships and the large ships. If they would have asked me in July to go on a big ship, I would have perhaps said no. Okay, there were no big ships at that time. And in the meanwhile, some have started as well. But, but for me, the, I felt very secure because the communication of Pono was very clear. Uh, they explained very well what they were doing on board. Uh, also, the, the way they have designed the cruises, that was really crucial to understand that you will not mingle with other people you will be in your safe bubble the destinations were also selected to 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 maintain that safe bubble uh, so the first cruise i did in normandy the second one in Brittany. that's a very rough french coast uh, some islands and we honestly did not meet a lot of locals or other tourists so it, we really stayed with the passengers of of the ship yeah, and you mentioned that bubble. So when you get off the ship, did you you were not allowed to go off the ship for your own free time? Were you you had to go in that group? Well, actually, the first time in Normandy, uh, there was only one possibility uh, to go ashore uh, to visit something, and that was uh, in the the largest aquarium of Europe. And there we had to 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 go on the street, basically a short distance, but we had to stay with the passenger of the of the ship. Yeah. The second cruise that was different. We had more options to to go on our own. Uh, on islands where yeah there, there were little villages and uh, but we were not supposed to stay with a group so that was more liberty mm-hmm. we'll be back with mike in just a second but before we do that here is a word from our sponsors it's yeah it's hard because a lot of the big ships that are coming back are having to kind of gauge what people have done off the ship and i'm sure i'm that you heard that msc turned that couple away from so but it seems like you know even the bigger ships now it seems like they're having success obviously i mean we haven't heard any news of any COVID outbreaks on on those big ships um 
So that's promising, I think. Oh yeah, I, I'm really I, I, like a group like MSC. These people, they really know what they do, and they can't have any. They can't take any risk. And and before they started, they really implemented all these measures, and I think they are doing the right thing. So it's very positive for all industry, actually. Yeah, yeah. So can you talk a little bit more about the experience on board? I mean, I know that you mentioned the sanitizers and wearing a mask, but you talked a little bit when we did our last webinar about dining and how there was something special that you had to do before you went in the dining room. Yeah, so when you uh, enter the dining room, you first have to present yourself to uh, a device that measures your temperature. And only when it's okay, you can enter. And of course, for everybody, it was okay, the whole cruise. I have not noticed anybody that was was ill. But so if you would have fever, then you would not be allowed in the the restaurant. And is that, I mean, what about other public spaces? How did those? Well, the basic rule is that when you walk around on the ship, uh, as long as you, you walk, you have to wear a face mask. Uh, at the very moment that you sit down, for instance, in the bar, the lounge area, or in the restaurant, then you can uh, remove your mask. And you said, I think you mentioned that there was a lecture that you were attending and you had to take off your mask for a second and that they noticed immediately or something. Uh, yeah, exactly, exactly. Yeah, yeah. So they, they are really uh, noticing what's happening and uh, they say it in a very polite and uh, gentle way so you don't feel offended and say oh oh yes please remind that please wear your mask and i i think it was on a zodiac because i said okay i'm in open sea and there is a lot of wind and so on it doesn't matter and then quickly the the guy from the expedition team said uh, hey please uh, can you wear your mask it's, it's better for all of us so mm. it was a very gentle way to ask yeah, but nice that they notice and are enforcing it because you know, here, exactly. I know that here in the United States, we have all of these mask mandates and people have to wear masks and then you see everyone in the stores without masks on. And so it's like, you know, what's the point of having the rule if people are going to be able to do what they want anyway? Yeah, yeah it's not not only in the US, it's also in Europe. Uh, yeah. We have to wear them as well. And, and then some people are really upset when you tell them to to wear their mask and yeah we even had fights because of that yeah. uh, occasionally so yeah people but but on the ship that was really uh, perfect the way they told us yeah yeah and obviously you're doing something voluntarily so you have to it's not like going to the grocery store that you have to do you're choosing to go on this trip and to abide yeah. by all the protocols yeah, and you know there was also something um how would I say, uh, people were so happy to be able to travel again, to cruise again after the lockdown. Suddenly it was like feeling the, 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 the air of freedom, like we were free again. So that the, having to wear a mask is only a minor detail. The, mm. the, what really prevailed was that incredible feeling, yes, we can travel again. Yeah, yeah, I'm sure. I mean, I think that so many people are eager to get traveling again. And it's funny because you have people that aren't in the industry. I have people coming up to me and saying, well, what? 
what's at stake for your job and you know what does the future look like and I did a podcast with Ralph last week kind of about the future of cruising but I think that people are so so eager and so they're going to be willing to do what they need to do and be compliant so that they can get back on board for sure exactly and so I mean what what else can you tell us about sailing during this time I know that it probably it it first when we did this webinar it probably felt so strange but now there are so many cruises that are operating and i think that people are going back out into the world in general and going to restaurants and stuff i mean does it just feel like kind of part of the new normal to you at this point oh that's difficult to say yeah you of course you you think about the new normal and but in, in a way, when I was on board, I, I just enjoyed it. I, and and I, I enjoyed the cruise fully. I did everything what was possible. I was there with a friend. We did a lot of kayaking. We did a lot of uh, uh, hiking. We have even been swimming in the Atlantic Ocean, which was a bit cool. But anyway, it was really fun. And, and, and we didn't think too much about the new normal, not at all. Yeah, just you were just there and enjoying yeah, exactly. the experience enjoying the moment we were really within the moment yeah well that's good i mean the fact that you don't think about it kind of does prove that maybe it is a new normal right that it's yeah. just how things are now yeah and, and we spoke with because we were only like 100 passengers and we spoke with many of them and and yeah basically nobody was complaining about the the measures about the, the the fact that you had to wear a face mask everybody was really saying oh wow this is a fantastic cruise we are enjoying we are so happy that we can be here and uh, yeah can i can yeah. i ask you about some of the other passengers like what were the demographics did you have a lot of older people were there people mostly your age or or young or what yeah my age is uh, 59 so young I must say, so thank you <laughs> uh and i must say there was uh, most people were of that age like okay. from between 40 and a bit above 60. not really old older people uh, there were a few kids on board as well because it was still in france uh, still school holiday so mm -hmm. Some people brought their kids, and which is rather unusual for a brand like Ponant. Mm -hmm. uh, but there were kids, and they were well taken care of, and it was really nice to see how they they had fun on board. Yeah, I would I would think that maybe it's going to take some of the older older cruisers a bit longer to get back. You know, that's why I asked because yes, yeah. sixty I think median is still pretty young and so mm -hmm. you know when you, but when you have people looking at like 75 80 i know that my grandmother is being a lot more careful than people my age and people my parents mm -hmm. age so that makes sense to me mm -hmm. well instead of talking about age i would rather say most people were professionally still active mm -hmm. yeah so people who were probably healthy active and yeah yeah, yeah that yeah. makes sense is there anything else that you can think about from your time aboard? I mean, I know that it's just kind of like, okay, well, they take these protocols and they, they sanitize things and we wear masks just like everywhere else. Well, what I really admire them for is the way they have 
designed new cruises in a very short time. By coincidence, there was somebody from the uh, planning officers, you know, each cruise has to be designed mm. by uh, by officers. So they sit in an office, they have the maps, the charts, uh, and they calculate how much time it will take to go from one port to the other and so on and so on. And, and normally, the, the woman I met on board, she said that takes normally two years. And now they did that in two months. And they really, instead of going far away destinations, they just used their own country, France. Mm -hmm. And they said, okay, what can we offer here? And, and they created these uh, soft expedition cruises in their own country. And that was absolutely remarkable how this creativity uh, was such a success. It sounds like it has been. And I don't know how much longer, do you know how much longer Panant is going to be just sailing in France? Do you know when they'll open back up and do longer itineraries? Well, now the ships are moving to other destinations, so I think that season is uh, almost over, and I'm 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 not sure what's going to happen next. I know they have a ship going uh, to the east, and uh, everybody's still waiting for the news about Antarctica season. Mm -hmm. uh, so I can't say really anything about that, but I, I know they are the ship starts start to move to more sunny areas because now since yesterday autumn is here and uh, we also uh, we the, the summer stopped really uh, in, in in 24 hours uh, it's raining it's windy so yeah sailing in these conditions along the normandy coast is uh, a bit more challenging yeah, i imagine so yeah. yes time to get to some tropical getaways yeah but what what i would like to say is that um, so COVID-19 has created a lot of uh, problems, but it has also created good things. Like, for instance, suddenly a cruise operator thinks about what else can we do? And I, I, I believe that many operators will be creative and that we will see a whole uh, range of new kind of cruises coming up in the next year. Yeah, yeah, and it is. It's it definitely has caused people to think creatively and i think that there's that's really a silver lining in all of this yeah 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 and what's next for you do you have any more trips lined up well actually i will do something very different at the end of october i will go by freight ferry from belgium to sweden so it's uh one of the biggest ferries in the world with it can it can take uh, 435 trucks at once but it can only take 12 passengers so i will do a trip to sweden so that's not really a cruise but i will be at sea and that makes me very happy and you're going to one of ralph and my favorite places so exactly hopefully exactly. it will be good how can people <laughs> how can people follow you on your voyages i'll put it in the description as well but yeah, that the best is to follow me on my Instagram account. It's just my first name, last name, and then uh, yeah, it's very easy to find. Okay, perfect. Yes, I will link that down below. Well, thank you for joining me. Thank you for taking time this afternoon, and I look forward to hearing about your, your ferry trip to Sweden. That sounds amazing. Okay, thank you very much, Britain. Thank Have you. Have a nice day. You too. Bye-bye.